Hello and welcome to episode 8 of our Friends the Anthology. Today we're going to be talking about Buffy. This is our last episode of Buffy. I'm Ron. Grab your Kleenex. That's David. <laughs> he always forgets that part. Yeah. And it's not that important. I'm like, I'm confused about my identity at the moment. <laughs> um, we are talking about, yes, the fourth Buffy episode. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Call 911. By the time you listen to this podcast, which I will have not edited, it may be too late. It was his dying wish we published this. <laughs> we are going to be talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 6, Episode 7, Once More with Feeling. Which is... I'd like to... Pr- it's a musical. I was right. Yeah. How could I not pick the musical episode? Yeah, of course. So the basic plot of Once More with Feeling is it opens on Buffy in a graveyard with these vampires, except she's singing and the vampires are dancing and there's this just big musical number. And then she goes into Giles' shop because Giles owns a magic shop now and everyone's just going about their day talking and then eventually it all comes out that they all had similar musical experiences earlier, or last night. And they're convinced there's this magical musical epidemic in the town. And so they all research it and eventually find out that this demon has come to town. He's causing everyone to sing and some people to dance until basically they dance spontaneously and compose. Die, yeah. Not so spontaneously. It's about them kind of trying to find the demon and also in sort of in the midst of all the singing, they let some secrets go. And so there's a lot of bombs that are dropped and characters sort of struggling with how to proceed with the new information and i mean that's just it's a it's a musical it's 42 minutes of musical song and dance numbers and they pack them in and they're all very different from each other yeah characters have their own very unique styles of singing that i think plays to their strengths for the most part and then buffy's sister is the one who actually has like the charm or whatever so the demon comes to get her and buffy has to go rescue her i want to preface this by saying I texted Ron a pic. The only two times we've ever texted screenshots of the movies we're talking about or or TV shows is Lala Peepo, Green Penis Pop. <laughs> and this musical Red Penis Monster, Red Penis Devil. <laughs> what the fuck? What is okay. that? I didn't make the penis connection. What's that thing on his chin? I don't know. It looks like a scrotum. That, I don't know. Looks like what are the what's the scientific name for the thread that connects your balls to your intestine or whatever? <laughs> connects the balls to your intestine? I don't think there's a direct connection there. You think your balls just float in a sack? No, but I don't think they connect your intestinal tract. Whatever your insides. Uh, let's not get into this right now. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> I have a test tomorrow. <laughs> I'm taking the SATs. I don't think you're taking the SATs. <laughs> I don't think that's on the SATs. With the essay section, you can we can write pretty much whatever you want. <laughs> All right. Let's get back on track here. What is with that guy? He's weird looking. He is weird looking. He's cool looking. No. Why didn't they just make a devil? He has a weird thing on his chin. And it bothered the hell out of me. I did at, not in a million years think this would be the first topic of conversation. I feel unprepared. At some points, it looked like a key. Uh-huh. At other points, 
the testicle thing I mentioned that you may have edited out by now. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't right. have answers for you. All right. Do you want to talk about not the testicle chin? Uh, or do you want to call it a night? Let's talk about other things, I guess. We'll circle back. All right. I think it's probably pretty obvious what I think about this episode. You love it. I love this episode. Is it your favorite episode of Buffy? It's probably one of them. I, I think it's, a, and I think above and beyond it being a great Buffy episode, I think it's a great 42 minutes of a musical. I think it's a weak Buffy episode, but I love the fact that this is a show where you could have an episode that's a musical. Oh, yeah. I love that they change the opening titles. And the fact that it's built into the premise is built into the plot. It's not just right. they're singing. Right, it's, right, right. There's a demon in town that makes them sing and makes people dance until they burst into flames and burn alive. Right. That's kind of what's brilliant of where the, like how this show can just go weird places. Yeah. Because it's, it's always part of the show. I love the opening, how they change the opening. I, I love when anybody does that. I think How I Met Your Mother did that once. I mm. find it so cool and fun, and I just don't know why. You can't do it too much because then it's a gimmick. But also, you know, have you, do you, can we, okay, table Buffy for a second. Last episodes of series, you stop and you watch that opening theme. Yeah. And it is heart-wrenching sometimes. One thing I've always loved about opening montages is when they put new material in at the beginning of the season that you haven't seen yet. And then in the future episodes, you're like, oh, this is where that came from. I hate that. But I know what you're talking. It is fun. It's like a game you can play with yourself. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan. I'd, I'd rather have a clean. I want it like Cheers. Same opening. Episode one, you know, pilot. Season one, episode one to series finale 11 season late 11 seasons later episode 26 or whatever it is then you just i mean it just becomes ingrained and, and i mean i was just talking about how i like when they change I, you can change it a couple times like that's fine and it's a gimmick and it's fun growing pains i think they did one like halloween opening mm. once and then they did an acapella version of the song once it's like, oh, that's like that that one episode where they did the acapella, and it's kind of fun. I mean, a lot of times when shows change the opening, they keep the sort of template of the original and just right. will like slot in different characters or something. But Buffy sure, sure. goes for it in a way of recreating the look and feel of a certain era of musicals, and it does it, I think, pretty really really well. It's the opening for a musical, basically, right? And and then the closing is an old fashioned the end, and yeah, it's, which is great. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I love the opening number. The graveyard scene going through the motion. Yes, it's really funny. Yeah. She has one really funny line in there, and I should have written it down. Well, I've, I've been listening to this musical in my car. I've been listening to the soundtrack in my car on the way to work. There is the one line where uh, she stabs a vampire, and the vampire goes, she's not the half the girl she... Ow! Uh, but sort of the elaborate choreography of the vampires and how it's sort of the traditional fight scene in the graveyard that we've seen so many times, but with this just awesome. Well, if you watch Buffy. Twist. Yeah, true. Also, how great is it that it's just the cast singing? And some of them have good voices, some of them don't. I was going to ask you, is it the cast? Now, yeah. I knew sometimes, I knew that that opening song was Buffy or was Sarah Michelle Gellar. But other times I wasn't sure. Some of them have decent voices. I'm pretty I sure. Knew 
Anthony uh, Head. The yeah, the Giles. Because, because I knew, because I know Giles, his, the actor who plays him, it was actually a music musician, and I could tell that. And they do that a lot, actually. They have him sing a lot. Yeah, yeah. And also, Tara has an incredible voice. Yeah, she had a good voice. I think Willow is the one who didn't really want to sing because she doesn't like her voice. Mm. So she only has a couple throwaway lines. One of which is sort of this. The this big, line is filler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. They have a. This was a really funny episode. I didn't get so that opening number is actually interesting. This is where the serial element comes into play. I can kind of piece together that oh something's going on where like she's losing her humanity or something. I don't know, I, but I don't know what it is in ter- in context. And don't tell me. Okay. Okay. Because I that's unfair. The game is you give me four episodes to decide. Yeah, that's fine. Sometimes I'll need context to explain things, sure. but yeah. And then I like that they all become aware that they're all singing, and then yeah. I love the thing about dry cleaning. Yeah, that's they so got the mustard out, and there's all these backup dancers with their. Oh my god, <laughs> that's hilarious! It, again, it's one of those episodes where everyone in the town is affected. This and, is where the show proves to me that it's funny. Oh, yeah. In the other episodes, I didn't think it was that funny. And this is also proving more and more that I think the show got better as it went along. I think it did too. And I think a lot of it is that it's the humor is very character based. And so the longer you know these characters, the more they say something, which is like, oh, that's so something that Anya would say. Uh Which I'm not defending that. I think that shows tend to get kind of up their own ass a little bit too about that. Yeah. Uh, like how I met your I think mother. The, I think the actual quality of the jokes has improved. Yeah, I think so too. The humor is sharp. Yeah. And I did go back. Mustard out my out of my suit is not a Buffy joke. That's no. a joke. No, I'm just saying that a lot of the humor is character-based. Like yeah. Anya and her bunny obsession. She's terrified of bunnies. Anya is Andrew's girlfriend's terrified of bunnies. Oh. Which is why she sings the song about why she thinks the bunnies are behind it. Oh. Uh, so that's an example of like no way you would get that yeah but after watching this episode i went back and i started buffy again from the beginning i watched the pilot it's bad i remembered it as being way worse than it was oh i don't know i haven't watched it but i'm saying i'm expecting i would expect that seasons one two three maybe even four are not that good whenever people are like how do i get no buffy or whenever i'm trying to get them hooked i start them on season two because i think that's where it really start to take off i think skip two more seasons i don't know this show so yeah. i'm talking out of my ass but. uh but i've always thought of season one as super rough and I, I went back and watched it after watching the buffy the empire slayer movie and the pilot of the show is leaps and bounds better than the feature film which is crazy to me it feels more expensive the writing is better the humor lands more the acting is mm-hmm. obviously way better but sorry, back to Once More with Feeling. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, like, I don't think the story in this episode was that strong. But I love the what they did with it and how interesting it was. A lot of this episode was a lot of secrets that had been kept for many episodes that were kind of revealed all at once. Yeah, so what's Giles's song again? He is going to leave Sunnydale. And uh, just kind of let Buffy grow into her own as a slayer. Okay. I And then Buffy and Spike have had this 
there's sort of been some romantic tension, tension which finally comes to fruition. I kind of don't want to. Yeah, don't. There's some plot points I don't want to spoil. Okay. I agreed. Like the narrative in this is not particularly strong, but it, it did move the plot forward in a lot of meaningful ways, which I think is something kind of incredible because it means yeah, that's... that, I mean, to have a musical episode that you didn't just, you it's not sort of gimmicky. It's not just like we're doing a musical episode and then you could slot it in anywhere. There's actually plot advancing and characters. Yeah, but isn't it also a kind of a cheat? I mean, a brilliant exploitation of that cheat, but musicals are great because you can just dump all your exposition into them into a catchy tune i think and everybody can just air their inner emotions i think it's brilliant i think yeah it's no it is brilliant for a show that's not a musical to come up with his way of using that sure it's a little bit of a cheat but i think that if they hadn't done a musical episode there would have been other ways that no yeah yeah yeah. i'm no i don't think that they're incapable of yeah getting this information out but yeah I love the Xander Anya musical number with them dancing around after the I would never tell. Uh about if they're get they're engaged, they're getting married and sort of them stressing about oh. uh spending their lives together and her worried about growing old, him worried about not living up to her expectations. It's just really sweet. That's cool. And funny. And there's like a great dance number and it's these sort of meta musical jokes about her invading his chorus and then him defending it and then her stealing the attention away and being like, I'm dancing crazy. Look at me. <laughs> it's great. One thing that was pretty tacked on is Xander. They're like, who summoned the thing or whatever? And then he goes, oh, I thought it would be fun. And yeah. then I was like, oh, okay. And then the guy just leaves because it's not a girl yeah. that he can take. Yeah, it's a little weird. I guess his whole plan is to have a queen queen in the in hell or i don't it was he the devil what was i i was a little confused i don't think he's the devil but he definitely he's just some demon who okay who likes to dance and likes 15 year old girls yeah what the heck (laughs) (laughs) his little dance number that's what i had to text you it was like what the hell am i watching oh my god it's, if you just step aside, if you just walk in cold and see that. Oh, yeah. It's insane. What? And it's a musical? And this devil is dancing? Yeah. But I, that's a, part of the yeah. reason I love it. It's so, it's just so insane. It's so crazy. And yeah. it's something that could only happen on Buffy. Yeah. And the music, the numbers were like almost great too. Yeah. They're not. They're not high art. Amazing. Yeah. But they're kind of catchy. Yes, yeah, Some of them have, I mean, they have flaws. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, they were written by Joss Whedon. No, I think they had somebody write them. They had some collaborators, but oh, okay. he he definitely was like a force behind okay. writing a lot of it, I think. Well, here's where I ambush you. Okay. So, I kept watching Buffy. Oh, my God. I went back to season four, and I picked up after Hush. Okay. And I watched one episode. And it was pretty awful. I don't like season four. It wasn't terrible. I just didn't, like, it wasn't enough to make me keep watching. I was, like, not interested. Because I gave it one more shot, right? And, but it was funny. It was getting, like, funnier. Uh, It was the episode where Giles becomes a demon. Oh, yeah. 
So it was kind of funny, but I was also thinking this is kind of stupid and I wasn't that interested. Finished that and then I think just I hadn't fallen asleep yet, so I watched one more. I don't know if I skipped one or something, but it was the Jonathan episode. Ron, that's the one you should have shown. Really? That is the most brilliant and now I'm and now I'm watching Buffy. Which one's Jonathan again? Jonathan the Jonathan episode is that now, I don't know because I skipped a lot of stuff and I probably mi- don't remember or ha- had never oh, seen certain Oh, it's the things. one where they, he wishes... Alternate reality. Yes. Yes. And it, they changed the, the opening the for title. it also. Yeah, I was... Yeah. And, okay, so syn- brief synopsis. Let's not, let's not summarize Jonathan too much. Let's... I won't, but the Jonathan episode might be... I haven't seen the whole series, but I think it's a pretty high bar. It might be the best episode. I love the Jonathan episode. Why didn't you include it? I forgot. And honestly, it's a really good episode, but I don't think if you look at a top 10 list, I don't even know if it makes the top 10. Dude, that's the episode (coughs) that sold the show for me. Because now I've just been binging. I'm so glad. Yeah. And I think... I'm I'm kind of embarrassed of it. No, don't be embarrassed. This is what this show is designed to do, and it's it's so exciting to me that you you like it. Okay. And I'm glad glad that you're going to see the end of season four because if i remember correctly the end of season four the beginning of season five i just finished season four okay end of season four was a great episode season four episode uh, the season four finale was a terrific episode with the dreams oh yeah it was really good have you met don yet no okay i'm excited, I'm excited for, that. for you to meet don that's the other part of what made me keep watch uh what what inspired me to keep watching was that you kind of teased this really interesting introduction to the Michelle Trachtenberger character. Yeah, that, and I think... Or Michelle Trachtenberg. Uh, but no, I'm so glad that you're still watching. And as I said, I've I've gone back to the beginning. And I don't know if I'm going to keep going forward, but... I don't think I could go back to the beginning. I firmly believe that this show starts to pick up in season four. And season four, frankly, has a lot of stupid things going oh, yeah. on. The whole Riley... And although um, I start to like Riley more later. Also, I... The Adam thing is... At this is simultaneously incredibly dumb, but also kind of sell. They kind of sell it pretty good. Yeah, and it's all practical, and that makes it really fun. I mean, there's very few special effects, and so watching a show and you realize like, oh, this was back in the heyday. Also, you lied. A lot of the episodes are shot really in, in very cinematic ways. I, I'm really impressed with some of the photography. That's awesome. for a TV show. Yeah. Well, I what shocked me when I went back to even season one is that I think Buffy does a good job of it. It just looks it doesn't seem like a cheap TV yeah, show. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't seem cheap at all. And I think I'm not saying that it was low budget, but I think that there's a lot of smart people really stretching their dollar and yeah. making smart choices to make it seem real. I mean, because even on the shows today, like Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, like that's also on a budget that is is not. Uh, what's necessary to shoot that type of show. Yeah. So you're constantly having to work within the confines. And CG changes everything, but I it mean, does. CG costs money too. And um, there there becomes a reliance on CG. And I think that in Buffy, it came at this era where like, yeah, CG was possible, but it was still expensive enough that it was precious. And so I yeah. think a lot was done. A lot was done practically and a lot was just sort of... And I love seeing the practical stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. It looks... Yeah, I hate, I mean, the CG looks bad. It's dated as yeah. hell, but 
I love seeing some of the way that they do. It just, it's kind of the heyday of, or the last, I would call it the last is, am I using the word right? I would call it the last bastion of that type of show. A lot of incredible prosthetic effects. Yeah. Not incredible. No, that's, but just that's a stretch, but it, but good enough. Yeah. It's not something that takes you out of the show. I don't know, but that Jonathan episode, man, and I won't, you don't want me to talk about it and, for some good reasons, but that has everything. Now, it plays on the, the same way that the musical plays on what this show, how this show can stretch the fabric of what this show is. Yeah. It messes with that. It's so fun. It it plays on who these characters are, even without me really understanding them yet. It's very funny. It might be the funniest episode. And at the end, it has this really sweet, redemption and it's it has like this real like emotional undercurrent that i didn't even see coming because i didn't know who this guy there was an episode i guess with jonathan and i didn't even know his backstory and then when i realized that it was just totally mind-blowing and i was like oh whoa this really tackled something here and yeah so and then that got me watching so i think officially we have to say yeah well Yes, but in fairness, you didn't show me the Jonathan. Had that Jonathan episode not been the next episode, I don't think I would have kept. I don't think I would have continued. Yeah, but it's pretty fortuitous. But that, you did get me lucky. to watch. You did get me to watch. I guess two more episodes. So yeah, you did win. I mean, here's the thing: is uh, I chose the episodes pretty carefully, as best as I could, without having watched it recently. So not remembering. Uh, like Jonathan, like absolutely, that's a highlight. But I it just slipped my mind. I knew that I wanted to hit the body because that's one of my favorite episodes. And of course, you had to avoid the super serialized ones. Right. And I knew that in order to set up the body, I needed an episode with her mother for the body to play at all. So that's why I ended up choosing Band Candy because Uh, I remembered for sure that she was in Band Candy pretty heavily. Right. I knew that I wanted to do the musical episode. And so that leaves. That left. And do you knew? Hush is like one of yeah, the and most, Hush is one of the most revered. So that's why that's how I filled up my four slots. And I know Band Candy again was probably one of was easily the weakest one that we watched. And you say it's because you were obligated to include it, but I think it's just because the first couple seasons are not very strong. Yeah, I think the show really picks up steam when it can start experimenting. So please, if I can sell David on the show, that means that yeah, I was a hard sell because I had actually watched those three and a half seasons right and was totally turned off so i do have to give credit to the show and to ron so you guys should check it out it's streaming on netflix it really is a great show and i haven't i'm not saying buffy is my favorite show of all time but i can't really think of another show that's like it that really kind of pushes what it is on a regular basis like the jonathan episode hush the and, musical and that's the thing there's a lot of episodes where it's better to just have it on in the background but then there are some episodes where they're really going for attention yeah and that's when you're like wow this is an interesting tv show that i haven't seen done more than once you know it, it's pretty inimitable at times our next show is angel the buffy spinoff <laughs> series which i do want to do at some point but not now oh my gosh 
Dude, there's a phenomenal. There's oh, it, in me. It doesn't quite hit the levels that Buffy does with its weird shit episodes, but there is one or two I can think of just off the top of my head. Okay. It's fucking brilliant. And just weird. Right, just maybe, fucking maybe, just so weird. Maybe. Where is that in the Avengers? You know what I mean? Yeah. Avengers 1's good enough. Avengers 2, obviously, there some... Well, Avengers is interesting because I, I do strongly feel that Joss Whedon brings some of his brand to it. Obviously, oh, yeah, in sort yeah, yeah. of the witty dialogue. And also how he manages, the way that he manages that ensemble cast. Yeah, Very TV show-like. No, no, 100%. But, and besides problems I have with the story, but yeah. um, where's a little bit of that? Just the weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why that, I want that step out of what you thought you were going to be watching. I love to be surprised. Yeah, and Buffy does that a lot. We're practically repeating ourselves because it's the same things we were saying about some of the Twilight, or at least I was saying about like the Big Tall Wish. Why do I like that episode? Or Amazing Stories. I love the fact that they can just do this episode, this story that you would never see anywhere else. And I love that with Buffy, because there's this serialized story, because it all takes place in the same theoretically the same time and place they're under certain constraints right they have to be even more creative the way they incorporate right and the when you tune in each week you're expecting more of the same but sometimes like they can really betray that expectation which is a lot of fun yeah so what show do you want to do next um big bang theory so just in notes yeah just next um we're gonna do one of i think both of (laughs) our favorite shows of all time (laughs) forget buffy the vampire slayer (laughs) Big if you bang. think Buffy the Vampire Slayer surprised you, if you think Buffy the Vampire Slayer went to weird places, our next show will just obliterate any preconception of what you thought a TV show could be. It breaks all the rules. <laughs> Some people call it the bad boy of TV shows. <laughs> the Senate. This Congress that said that we might not even have this show for much longer. All right. So I think it's my turn to pick our next show. This might be my favorite show. It's one of my favorites for sure. Buffy the more Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer season six exclusively. No, I'm not even at season six. Uh, season seven. I think our next show will be Batman the Animated Series. Awesome. Which you've never seen, right? I've never, I have not seen a single episode. Okay. I'm very excited and curious. I'm kind of nervous, too. Don't be nervous. Okay. Uh, we'll announce the episodes somehow. Should we do it on Twitter? Do you, ha- do you know which episode you want to do yet? I'd rather spend a full day. Okay. But I do have a couple in my mind already that are for sure going to be in there. Oh, God. Cool. It's going to be so good. Wait, do you know anything about... Do you, Are you a Batman fan at all? Not really. Not you really. never read the comics or anything. Yeah. Like okay. Interesting. Oh, this is so exciting. I feel the same excitement that you must have felt when you chose Buffy. Yeah, I was pretty excited. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be great. And so far, we're one for one for so liking the show. Oh, no. It's pressure. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> All right. Well, see you next time and have an amazing week.